Hello and welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lowry. Your other host, Lil Rafiki, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, is down under, crikey, so I will be doing this on my own. A solo quickie, if you will. Uh, my Vance box is nowhere to be found. Since I'm getting this out so late, I'm going to just breeze through this. I wanted to give Becky McClure her time to, to catch us up on... Her health, she came all the way out to California and missed the group recording. So I sat down with her and had a nice chat. And so I really want to make this episode about her. So I'm going to run through last week's uh, couple of topics and do some shout outs. And then I will play the interview with Becky after that. On this episode, we will talk about the Monday show. Ginger Gonzaga will turn down your super lucrative offer. And the Thursday show, Irish Potatoes Postpartum Body Image Leaving Neverland. Uh, But first, I'm going to do some shout outs. I wanted to shout out, first and foremost, Brittany. I love you. I miss you. Uh, I also wanted to shout out David Huntsberger for having us at the junk show. He gave us a discount when we got there, and I thought that was very sweet and thoughtful. He was just very cool, and it was fun to finally see the junk show. Also to Allison for talking about our show and just being Allison. I mean, she's the reason why we're here. So uh, also a shout out to everybody that came to my house. Dr. Jen, she made the amazing menus, the Allison Rosen disgusting barfay menus. They turned out super awesome. She also brought little Rafi and I some gifts, a cool, just cool stuff. She's just a very thoughtful person. To Scott Marquez for making it out here, I had to strong arm him, but he, but he came out and he, of course, was a very fun part of the show. Also to Ray Morgan, he always brings nice things. He brought me some wine, which was much needed and very appreciated. Thank you, Ray. James Leroy Wilson, he took the train all the way to California from Nebraska. This kind of stuff just blows me away. So he, I think, just got home yesterday. That's a lot for this show. And I think, I don't know if my mind can really wrap around the things that people do for others. Also to Paul, he made delicious beer, which I will be probably finishing this weekend because he, I was lucky enough to be left a couple of bottles. He drove all the way from Northern California. And I think that's so cool. It was great to finally meet him in person. And I hope now that he's in California, we can uh, meet up more often. Also to Joanna, thank you for having us over to your house. We had a great, another great fire pit experience. (laughs) Good snacks, good times. And thank you for opening your house and being a part of the show. To Trice, uh, so hard for me not to call you T-Dizzle. I will not, but thank you for, he flew all the way down from Sacramento and that just means a lot to me. Also, I think he's lost his mind because he just sent me a package in the mail full of, I told him I wanted to learn how to play the piano. I have one in my house and I have yet to try. And he sent me a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of books and things to get my uh, piano learning career on its path. So thank you so much, Trice. That was so thoughtful of you. Also to superfan Megan's dog, Chloe, I apologize for letting you bark during our chat snack, during the group recording, I thought she was just being a dog, even though she never barks when she's over here. She was just telling me she had to use the restroom. So my apologies. I tried to power through the recording. Didn't think you could hear it. You totally could. Apologies to everyone who listened. And uh, Chloe, you were part of the show. You just needed to because Megan wasn't here. So we need to 
little Chloe. Also to Raphael for flying all the way out here from Colorado. <clears throat> Just kidding. From flying all the way out from Colorado and spending time here. It's always fun. And I am so excited if you're going to end up moving here because we'll probably see each other less. And no, I'm just kidding. Uh, because uh, you need to change the scenery and you need to be closer to your good pals here in California. All right. You got me? All right. Also to Becky, who flew all the way out here from Washington and ended up getting sick and could not make it to the group recording, to the junk show, to, to anything. She basically flew all the way out here to go to the hospital, which uh, fucking sucks. But if you want to hear the entire story, listen after I talk about the shows. All right. Let's see how quick we can get through this. Not that it's uh, not interesting, but by the way, I've never done this solo before. This is a little weird. I'm like waiting for, well, usually Rafi's sleeping anyway, so it's kind of similar, I guess. Maybe I'll just put in some like laugh track or it's hard to put in eye rolling because I feel like that's what mostly happens when I talk. Anywho. Okay. So Ginger Gonzaga is another person from Modesto. She's the one that was excited that she got out of Modesto as opposed to whatever the other broad that was very... Um, excited about being her hometown shout out to you tim ortez because it's also his hometown uh she blamed her hometown for lack of watching movies or having culture which was kind of an interesting <laughs> point of view i feel like when you have nothing to do movies and books i would be that's probably why i love everything that i love is because of lack of things growing up she also had the experience that modesto was racist she said it's kind of like Bakersfield. I didn't realize Bakersfield was racist, so that's good to know. I feel like Modesto or Bakersfield or anywhere in the middle of California, sorry, Jason Dix, is probably a little bit racist. Uh, if we separate into different states, probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, she also grew up much like the other lady that was in, I, if I was smart, I would have looked at my notes and remembered her name. But uh, the other person that was also from Modesto had this, and I uh, related to this, is being considered a different race than you are. So people just assume you are something and then they kind of put you into a box and growing up that way was different and ginger had this you know when she went to college i believe she had you know having black people around her they were foreign to her and that's so strange i can't imagine growing up somewhere that there's just not a lot of everybody around so so maybe she she i see why she's excited that she got out of modesto uh let's see i love the fact that she did a door-to-door -door comedy tour i feel like i'm surprised that she <laughs> didn't get killed <laughs> because going door to door a traveling comedy show a little girl in modesto I, that is a recipe for disaster but i love her her hook spot i i know i'm pronouncing that incorrectly but i love that she did that obviously she had a calling and she went for it she's dating jim carrey which seems like a tall order for anybody seems like uh, it would be interesting but it sounds like they have a great relationship oh uh when ginger when uh, Allison talked about being on Patreon and Ginger did the Patreon drop by accident. I was like, oh my gosh, she listens. Oh my gosh, she totally just did that. It was like she was intuitive to it or it was like kismet or something. So I thought that was kind of funny. Also, the Lost Gal Chat episode, she was a part of that. 
I still have yet to listen to it. I need to go back and listen to it because that's with Jenna and Allison. So uh, I need to go back and listen to that finally. And shocking that she was anorexic at the age of 11. That fucking blows me away. And how nobody in her family knew, but her, her neighbors were worried about her, but not her family. That's kind of sad. And her, well, it sounds like her parents pitted her siblings against, like everybody's just against each other. So they probably had, probably noticing food intake was the least on their list of uh, jobs. I I wouldn't mind knowing more about her family life because that's kind of weird and strange. Uh, Whitney, shout out to Whitney who couldn't make it to the group recording. She always sends in the best questions. I liked her question for Ginger and her thought process is to make female issues or topics less taboo and to just make it more mainstream, something we just talk about that's not just so hush-hush. And I feel like ARIYMBF men, the male fans, are more open-minded to women issues than maybe other audiences. I feel like if you're listening to Allison, you probably aren't phased by a lot of things. And I think that's really cool. And I mean, just the group recording was a lot of men and we talked lots, lots of vagina and everything was cool. Everything, everyone walked out. Okay. Everybody survived. Also, I love that Ginger was talking about getting caught PMSing. And that's another thing where I feel like we all, all of us women get PMS, but we're in such denial of it. Like, oh, we're just tired or it was just allergies. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever it is, like no one can just say like, I'm fucking PMSing. Um, Except I think to each other as friends, but to admit it to a loved one or to give a warning, I think is uh, cute and uh, probably necessary. Oh, shit. All right. Quick childish chat. I don't have much to say except for the fact that our very own Dax Schaefer is going to be their producer on uh, Childish. So I thought that was kind of cool. We'll have uh, the inside track. Maybe we should have him on again and talk about that. So that was kind of cool. Okay. Thursday, we were her little Irish potato sent in by Jess Flowers, who we now find out is the carb czar. She finally made it onto the list. So, you know, that's kind of awesome for her. And Irish potatoes at first, I thought... She was talking about, you know, not like Potatoes O'Brien, but something like that. I guess I thought it was going to be another actual Irish potato dish. But these chocolate or these uh, dessert ones, I don't know if it's regional, but I've definitely seen them being sold through Seas Candies. And it's kind of like a potato looking candy. (laughs) I don't think I've ever eaten one, though. And I think they're coconutty, they were saying. I don't know. I probably should have looked at that, too. But you know what? For our next group recording, you know what we're going to have is these another disgusting Irish potato. Uh, As they talked about leaving Neverland, which I it's exactly I felt the exact same way as I think what Daniel said is it's one of those things that we all kind of tiptoe around or we all know it's true or we all think it's true or we've it just seems like there's too many things coming out that would lead to Michael Jackson not being a very good guy and buying his way out of pedophilia, apparently. But hearing or watching this show, I have not seen it and I really do want to see it. And what Daniel was saying is almost like, for lack of a better term, scratched an itch of, okay, we... Now, like when your brain is telling you something and then the, and then other people are saying no this isn't true and it just doesn't feel right it's like okay wouldn't wish any of this on any kid but the fact that it's coming out and it's finally true and these people have an outlet to be able to tell their truth is obviously important i god i don't know how things would go if michael jackson was still alive and the fact that people protect these predators on so many different levels is 
just disgusting. And the more people speak out, the more that this will either stop or at least people can get help. It's it's just uh, I, I don't know. I feel feel for these people, but I, I do really want to watch this. Also, Allison shouted out the Best Friends fan cast. She doesn't really know what the name of this show is, but you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'll take it. She shouted out that we were having our 150th episode. She talked about our menu. She asked me for a copy of it, and it's the menu that Jen made. And she went through and read a lot of them. Um, of course, we added our own little jokes to some of the things, so they were maybe a little confusing to her because it was our thing mixed with her thing, which, you know, is BFF. I didn't know she was going to read the chef Jeff cheese crackers thing with the mysterious girlfriend. Um, but he seemed to uh, agree with the description, the fruit cake, of course, the extra green, the fucking green things was a nod to Ray Morgan's carb that he sent in the butterscotch haystacks that Becky Milliner sent in on Patreon, the trivia salad, which was salad and trivia and sugar-free ketchup, which was like Allison said she could, picture the grittiness at that point and I never that part never dawned on me that it was going to be like a gritty texture on top of lettuce with ketchup it wasn't the worst thing that we tasted but it was certainly not something I would seek out and it was certainly t- a, a bit off-putting the fact that this is part of an Allison go-to food is so I think it's even more strange now that I've had it and the carrot cake spread was not as disgusting as we thought it just was we just don't understand why it exists there's I don't get it like we all said if he ordered toast and jelly and this was on there okay I would eat it no big deal but yeah carrot cake spread if you love carrot cake and you're looking for that don't buy it that doesn't taste like it at all uh the gummy bears uh, as you will hear me talk to Becky, I'm totally making these again because I actually want to try them with regular gummy bears and try the different flavors. And I'm craving that weird texture now after I've had them. And that's weird. The meat sticks, I'll never fucking eat ever again. The fucking worst, the clear loser of all of these things. I can't imagine why anyone would want to eat these. Blech. Okay, uh, the veg all on the menu, we put that's all, but we did put, I can't believe it's not butter spray and the ketchup on there. Uh, it was disgusting. And the old line porter beer that Paul brewed for us was delicious. As I said, I'm going to be enjoying some of that this weekend. The refreshed wild cherry sparkling water. I didn't try it during the recording because I was drinking the beer because obviously I'm not dumb. <laughs> I also tried, oh, I tried the birch beer, but I tried the refresh a couple days later because it was still in my fridge and it was disgusting it's so sick and sickeningly fake sweet and i think that's what little rafi was talking about allison really loves sweet stuff or maybe it was dr jen or maybe we all decided that because <laughs> after you taste it she likes sugar apparently uh the white pumpkin pie m&ms we put 100 racist i put that obviously because everyone thinks that i am racist but white pumpkin pie m&ms you know that i mean do the math so allison was like is that our thing or is that a their thing it's like yeah it's, a, it's an our thing and dr jen put made here locally next to it which in other words in orange county which is 100 percent racist the pennsylvania treats sent by lauren kelly uh some of the things she asked colonel jeff uh for suggestions from pennsylvania and then she just added some extra stuff i thank you again lauren kelly i gave the other package of snowballs to my kids for St. Patrick's Day. So they're very excited about that. And the leftover Canadian treats, uh, those were leftover from Toby. I uh, I think 
everybody enjoyed the coffee crisps and the Smarties. They were really excited to take those and enjoy them. I think Trice Instagram storied that puppy. Uh, the side stuff. The side stuff. <laughs> Lauren Kelly, you're my side stuff. Uh, the birch beer was okay the tasty cakes of course delicious the snowballs were weird the peeps were peeps the uts chips delicious i still haven't had the salt and vinegar chips and i'm gonna love those because i do like that i still haven't tried the mike and nike mega mix and the hot tamales tropical heat and i was thinking about trying that on this episode but uh since i'm by myself uh, i guess i could still uh, how about next week um also the little star at the bottom of the menu was feel free to spritz i can't believe it's not butter spray on any and all of these items i don't know if anybody sprayed it on anything and, and to tell you the truth i couldn't really taste the flavor of butter on the chicken stick or whatever the fucking thing was anyway i felt like i needed to run through that again since allison did on her show and she had a couple of questions but uh yeah it was uh it always i don't know i a couple of days after everyone leaves my house i have like this it's like empty and quiet and i miss everybody and it's just sort of like a, a bff group recording withdrawal or hangover no that would be a bad thing withdrawal <laughs> Okay. Anyway, uh, let's see. Also on the episode, Allison talked about the personality test that I had never heard of, but I thought she was going to go into it and actually give the personality test. So maybe on the next episode, I will look for it and we will do it because I was curious about that. Allison talked about her toothbrush, Sonicare toothbrush turning on by accident and that that was kind of embarrassing. I guess I happened at the hospital. Uh, what's more embarrassing is when one of your toys from the Vans box turns on by accident and uh, there's some explaining to do. Uh, let's see. Kids' birthdays, they're a total bummer. And that's it. Let me talk about the JMO I picked was from Danielle Lind. I don't know why I just said that with like a weird accent. She put getting ex get excited whenever the best buy date on food is a special day, someone's birthday, a holiday, etc. For example, my cereal box this morning has a best buy date of 12-25-2019. Just me or everyone. She's a more positive version of what I do. And I actually sent in a JMO just like this that did not get favorited, did not get read. I sent it in on October 22nd, 2014. So five years ago, I put, if a product has an expiration date that is the same as an enemy's birthday, it pisses me off slightly every time I use it. So I feel like Danielle Lind is like the angel and I'm the devil of the those JMOs. So, uh, so I guess I kind of do that, but it's more of the negative. Anyway... I think I'm exhausted this week. I'm sorry for getting this out so late. I kind of just got fucking busy. That was short and sweet. And now I will play the interview with Becky McClure. And I will talk to you all next week. Uh, if you'd like to be on the show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at JMOs and BFFs. And as of this morning, do not follow Lil Rafi at RMC Guitars because apparently he's deleting Twitter. We'll see how long that lasts. You can follow him on Instagram somewhere. I'm not sure what it is. At RMCGS, I think. I don't know. Also something I could have looked up, but I don't know. He doesn't want to be followed anyway. So now listen to my interview with Becky. BFFs, you're the fucking best. Thank you and good night. All right, I'm here with Becky McClure. Becky, welcome, welcome to the show. Finally, hi, thank you. I'm so happy to actually be on. I know you came all the way to my house and didn't make it to the recording, so I feel like we need to catch up. We need to talk. Everybody needs to know what happened. Let, let's tell me how you're doing. 
Well, there was this really hot guy in an elevator. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I flew all the way down there for this show that I was very excited. In fact, you know, I, I wrestled for weeks about changing my reservation because I was having trouble with getting the time off of work. And I really didn't want to change the reservation because I didn't want to miss out on anything. So I went ahead and took the time and came down. And everything was going fine. <laughs> I came out Friday night and we sat around your dining table and chatted for a few hours and it was all a good time. And um, I know I left just before 11 o'clock because I hit up an Albertsons on the way back to the hotel to grab a couple of uh, waters and, you know, snacks and things. And it was right before they closed. And I got back to the hotel and drank some water. And all of a sudden, the water would not go down. Oh, would no. not go down my throat. I spent the rest of the evening um, vomiting. <laughs> and then the rest of uh, Saturday, or most of Saturday, not in good shape for a variety of reasons. And um, by the time I finally felt up to potentially safely being able to leave the hotel, there was not really much left in my system, but I still wasn't feeling really great. Like I was still physically exhausted. Um, I, I was able to keep water down, but um, I, I hadn't eaten anything all day. And um, I just wasn't in great shape. Uh, got to your house and um, you gave me some toast, which I greatly appreciated. Uh, and then I promptly fell asleep on your sofa. And then you guys all left to go to the bonfire or the, I guess, oh, what, Joanna's house. Yeah. Um, you left to go to that and I left to go to urgent care. Because I still was really quite nauseated and um, any nausea medicine I had with me wasn't working. So I went to urgent care and I, I sat in the parking lot fighting with myself don't go in. This is going to be a disaster. <laughs> Don't do this. And I finally went in and they sent me to the emergency room. They said I needed a CT. And I, I should back up and say, um, this is my second trip to the emergency room in 2019. Um, and that would be the second trip to the emergency room in 15 years. So I'm not somebody to avail myself of emergency rooms very often. So um, so they sent the emergency room telling me that I needed a CT scan and they gave me what they called a, uh, quote, fast pass, which was a joke. Um, that was supposed to get me in the door and get me a CT scan right away without being admitted to the emergency room. And I think they crumpled that away. I don't think they, it meant anything. So I actually was put into a regular emergency room kind of um, queue. And by the time I finally got CT, it was about um, close to midnight, I think. And they came back from the CT and they said, we're admitting you to the hospital. We think you might need emergency surgery. Oh, my God. And at this point, I'm panicking for many reasons. <laughs> but one of which being that I was supposed to check out of my hotel room the next day. I had a rental car in the emergency room parking lot. I had almost no battery left on my cell phone and I didn't bring my charger with me. Um, and I'm in California and I don't want to have emergency surgery in California. I want to go home. And my flight was supposed to leave, um, early Monday cause I was scheduled to stay through to go to the junk show Sunday night. And then I was going to fly out early on Monday. And so this was just bad in every direction. And, um, I was not happy. I'm like crying in the emergency Aww. room. I'm texting my husband, who my husband, you know, falls asleep at like eight o'clock at night and then, you know, checks his phone the next morning. So I'm texting him knowing full well he's asleep. Um, but I'm sending him a message and I'm like, I'm at Placentia Linda Hospital. 
Well, they're admitting me. I don't have enough cell phone battery to keep my phone on. I'll check in in the morning. And that was, you know, the last message he got from me. And then I had to power my phone off to save the battery. So it was just not a great night. And then, you know, went through Sunday, they ran some additional tests and found I didn't need emergency surgery. Thank God. But they wouldn't they were threatening still to keep me in the hospital another night, which I did not want. I really, really wanted to come home. And um, they said, um, by the time they ran the second round of tests, they said, uh, you know, everything's clear. You're, you're able to pass food through your system at this point. So if you can keep a dinner plate down, then we'll, we'll discharge you. So I was at that point willing to lie that I could keep the dinner. Um, but I did actually successfully keep dinner down and they finally released me and I went back to the hotel. I was released almost at exactly the same time you guys were about to, or had already probably 10, 15 minutes after you left for the show. And, um, and I was just too exhausted and needed to get back to the hotel, get my stuff together and get ready to fly out. Cause I had to leave for the airport at five o'clock in the morning. So, um, I ended up missing everything. I missed the recording. I missed the junk show. I just, I missed it all. It was a crappy, crappy weekend. And before going into all of this, that particular weekend, I already had some intestinal issues. That's what had me in the emergency room in January and I had tests scheduled to follow up on that, but the California hospital said, you can't wait for those tests, you need to have them right away. So when I got back to Seattle, I let my doctor know that. My doctor called on, um, I guess it was March 12th, and said, hey, you're having those tests Thursday, you can't have any food until then. <laughs> and that was my birthday, was in between that phone call and the test on Thursday. So I had just... A shitty weekend followed by a shitty birthday week <laughs> and um, fortunately at this point I mean I don't have any test results at this point you know food's staying down and and things are going relatively okay some of my blood work is showing some problems that may be easily fixed but we're still waiting for some test results right now but I am alive and kicking I went out um, Saturday night with Jen Stark from um, the Allison fans and so life is, and I went to work today, so life's getting back to normal, best as it can be. But I like to joke that I, uh, what is I, I, I had a picture of the hospital wristband, and I, I was going to post on your guys' side. I came all the way to California, and all I got was this stupid <laughs> wristband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I feel like there's so many layers of bullshit that got thrown at you. Oh, it, it was pretty bad. I mean, there was a lot of panic about extending a hotel stay, you know, for another $150 for a night. I didn't even get to stay there. And, you know, worrying about having to change um, an airline reservation, which there's change fees and, and all of that kind of bullshit. I mean, there was so much bullshit. It was so stressful. And and then not have not being connected at all, like, you know, having to leave my phone powered off. I'm just sitting in a hotel room or hotel room, a hospital room, flipping channels on a TV where I would have probably felt emotionally a little better if I could have at least contacted friends and family. Yes. <laughs> but oh. I just felt so alone in this. Somehow I managed to get a private hospital room, but I felt so alone in this private hospital room with nothing to do but flip channels on a, you know, a, a fifth inch monitor I mean it was this tiny little TV screen so it was just an awful awful experience <laughs> it sounds like it, it's bad enough to f be sick or be in the hospital at home 
but now you're right. on a trip and you're missing out on all of the stuff that you came out here for and you're in the hospital and right. you're not getting answers and you might have emergency surgery and you can't get a hold of your husband. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> what more? Like living through, that one, you know, and I said this, oh, I said it to some other people, it's happened twice now this week, but it, it, my nightmare, my that recurring nightmare, everybody has one, right? But my recurring nightmare for real is that there's an emergency and my phone won't dial out or my phone just doesn't work or my fingers can't press the buttons or whatever. But for whatever reason, I can't make that phone call. And I swear I lived it twice in the past seven days. And or I guess we're at 10 days now. But so that, you know, there was the hospital instance. And then when I came home, our, we have a puppy who was spayed. And I had an emergency with her after she was spayed and the phone wasn't working oh and I couldn't dial the vet. And I'm like, what is happening? It's like I'm living my nightmare over and over again right now. Like, Universe, so. settle down. Let me catch up, please. <laughs> Fuck. Right. Oh. I feel so, like... Um... <sighs> It's so much, Go you know, ahead. I we did tell David Huntsberger that you had come all the way out and couldn't make it and that you're the hospital. And he's like, and you guys are here. We're like, okay, so we're shitty. Thanks a lot. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't. I did not want you guys to, first of all, like being a burden is like my worst fear in life. And the well, last yeah, thing I be, wanted was visiting you is not a burden. <laughs> we could have like had the disgusting taste test right in your room. <laughs> <laughs> And honestly, if you would have seen the junk show, we were literally half of the people. It probably could have just had the venue at your place and had more in people in attendance. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been hysterical. Except uh, yeah. except at that point, the, the medication they'd given me for the x-rays had me literally in the bathroom every 25 oh God. seconds. <laughs> so You're I like, really thanks a lot. I don't need an audience. I just feel so bad that you, I mean, it's not like you just drove here from, you know, an hour away, which would have been a a bummer, but to everything that you went through to get here and then for all of that to happen, it just, ugh. and I swear to God, I posted a happy birthday to you on our best friends fan cast group. And I swear, (laughs) I swear it must be when Facebook went down. The universe is. is like really against you right now. And let's like, we need to turn it around. (laughs) <laughs> what is happening no you're i know it was it was like the, the biggest calamity and and the joke of it all is that you know several weeks ago is like i should just cancel the trip because of all the trouble i'm having at work and blah 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 right. and and now i'm like oh yeah definitely should have canceled the trip oh my god <laughs> and, and the weird thing is is like you know when i was at your house I drank a full bottle of water, right? Because yeah. you you had given a bottle of water there, and I had a a small stack of Pringles chips, which is hard for me to hold back on. But it truly was just a single serving of Pringles <laughs> chips, and everything went down fine. But as soon as I got into my hotel room, like I tried to drink some water, and it was it was just not passing. Oh, the, the, it was God. not going anywhere, and that's what I told the doctor. I said it was like my stomach slammed shut, and nothing was going to go through it. That's um, crazy. And, and I mean at the upper level, like it slammed shut at the top, at the bottom of the esophagus before the water could even get into the stomach. So that's what it felt like. It's like as soon as you take a sip, it would just immediately come right back out. Oh, my God. It's I know bizarre. on Saturday, you were, I mean, you were a fucking trooper trying to even come over and power through and just 
looking at you was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> this isn't going to happen. <laughs> you looked so just in pain, just uncomfortable. Yeah. That, and, you know, the funny thing is when when I had the distress that I had gastrically in um, January, that pain was more similar to what David Huntsberger described, where oh. you just you just couldn't if you move moved it hurt right and so he said he like laid in a statue I knew exactly what he was talking about when he said that because that's how I was that night the minute I moved everything started again and this wasn't like that this was uncomfortable and it was more the persistence of it that I was I was over the nausea I was over feeling like crap and on top of everything I have nerve pain in my left leg and I have for many years it's part of my spinal cord injury and I take medication for it. But I have been saying for months that the no, no medication that I take is working for anything. Tylenol doesn't work. My Neurontin for my nerve pain doesn't work. My sleep medication works for two hours instead of eight. Um, it's like nothing has to me, nothing's been digesting and I've been complaining about this, but clearly I was right. Yeah. <laughs> Things are not digesting. <laughs> so you at this point but have no clear answers i don't we're getting closer um uh but what just to touch back on the pain thing when when the vomiting and everything was happening on saturday in the hotel room my left leg was in so much pain that i wanted to cut it off oh my God. and and that's when I, I emailed my doctor at that point, and I'm like, you have to give me a nerve block or something. Like, we have to figure something out because I can't stand this anymore. So it was the persistence of the vomiting and everything plus the leg pain was, like, throwing me over the edge. And at one point in the hotel room, I was ready to call 911 and just say, take me away. Oh, like, Jesus I don't want to do this anymore. Oh. So it's <laughs> it really bad. It feels so bad. Like, <sighs> everything about it is just, oh, my gosh. What a nightmare for you, really. It was. I know, and I was and, but, DMing Allison. I'm like, Becky's in the hospital, and she came all the way out here, and she really loves you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I don't know what she was going to do. Like, she's some angel from heaven. Like, she's going to come and, like, grant you a wish or something. But <laughs> I just needed her to know, like, you, how much you do for, you know, this show and being a part of this group and how much is <laughs> coming at you. Oh, my God. I wanted to be there so bad. I really did. But as and, you and said, the food might have sent you to the hospital. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my my shout outs are to all of all of you for for saying something to me on this episode, and I I truly appreciate that. And I also it would, did not go unnoticed that you guys kind of kept it under wraps what was going on, and and I appreciate the privacy as well. But um, I'm very freely sharing this Good. now. Um, but I figured uh, I'd leave I it up to you. Like I, you... I will say, <laughs> what's that? I figured I'd leave that up to you. You know, if you wanted to share, yeah. it's, you know, your thing. But but call out wise, I, I will say I am kind of glad I missed out on the taste test. <laughs> it was interesting for sure. <laughs> I don't know. The The worst parts are were the Allison things that she eats on a regular, like part of her diet. Oh. <laughs> really weird. So, okay. So know, you actually, listen back okay. to the episode that you were supposed to be a part of. But so now this is kind of like a. Uh, inception type of thing where we're gonna, we can go back and talk about it and uh, have you comment on it or maybe it's like a mystery theater situation <laughs> or maybe I, you just I talk about it I think it should be like speed dating yeah. where it's like, <laughs> like the, the 90 second 
version of my input into the 150th episode. It'll probably be more hmm, concentrated in depth than anything I said. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do regret missing out on the drunken gummy bears because I think that could have been really interesting. Clearly you had um, a fun time with some of the we definitely did. Okay, so right? or, I um, do have some things I'm going to send you. Not necessarily this crap, uh, <laughs> but I I did get some stuff like from. I'm just going to send you a couple of things. So, if you would like some of these drunk gummies, I will make some new ones. If you have a preference on flavor, would they survive a trip, or would they just kind of disintegrate? Well, kind they of got do the like a 24 hour, they... so it might make it. <laughs> <laughs> I could send you just a little cup of whatever mixed with whatever. Uh, I can figure something out. It might be a disaster, but I'm you know, I can give making, it a go. I think I'm just going to try making them myself because I think it sounds like it sounds fun. You know, Scott and Scott likes um, what is it? Tito's. Oh yeah, vodka? same. Yeah. So and and that's only that's only about the hard alcohol he'll drink. He's not. We don't drink much but um i think that this would be a fun way to consume some it is so i think i'll make some the texture is so weird that i kind of want to make them again just to have them because it's kind of gross and delicious at the same time it's so weird is it like a jello shot or even more different than that um, texture wise different than that it's like the gummy is still kind of hard on the inside and it's slimy on the outside Oh, that's crazy. I definitely want to try this. Yeah, it's it still give, <laughs> has like some give to it. But we tried it, you know, the night before just to give it. All right. It's been in there for a couple of hours. Let's try it. And it was way too overpowering and not great. After 24 hours, it was, like I said, something I want to revisit in a weird way. It's kind of like anal sex. You're like, is so that? Too- no, I'm just kidding. Let me not say that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we don't talk about anal right now <laughs> yeah let's not talk about anal right now um let's talk about whatever you want to talk about what notes do you have on Wait, the show one, two questions on the gummy bears real quick is yes. it regular like everyday gummy bears that you use i used the coca-cola bottle ones for the hennessy so they were like coke oh, flavored oh yeah coke shape okay yes yeah. and then i used the cherry ones for the vodka just to give it some extra but you know what? I think I should do the gummy bears one because then you can have all the different flavors with vodka. That's I'm totally doing that the yeah. next time because those were the the ones that she had on the show was drunk gummy bears basically. But but yeah, we just try to I try to get little flavor combinations. Okay, and I totally forgot what my second question was. So if it if it comes out again in a few minutes, I'll let you know. So but I have you let them sit for twenty four hours, question. and okay. after that they do start I think to disintegrate. I'm sure you could still drink it like a jello shot. It'd probably be like that. So it's not like okay. it's, you know, you don't have to throw it away. <laughs> but, oh, and I put them in like a ramekin, like for like a creme brulee ramekin. So I just covered, uh, I put them in there and then I filled it to cover them. And I didn't add oh, I uh, no questions. plastic covering bigger? or anything. Did they like swell up or anything? Yes. Or did they just stay the same size? They get all swollen. <laughs> that sounds fun (laughs) (laughs) it is pretty fun i you know i heard someone talking about putting those out at a party which i still kind of feel weird about i don't know how you're supposed to serve them on the website i saw it said just toothpicks uh we used our disgusting fingers because we're animals but (laughs) uh they are slippery so 
they say to put them out on a plate. I'll send you the link to the recipe I used, which is basically okay. not really a recipe, but some tricks and tips and whatever. Okay, sounds fun. Have you ever seen this side topic? Have you ever seen when um, they do the the Skittles mixed in vodka? But there's a whole lot of straining involved. But have I you have ever not seen that? Done that? Our our neighbor made. We had like this. Um, cocktail drink competition last summer where we all came up with something new and he put skittles in the drink and it was the best part of the drink but because his drink sucked but i i've not done the straining so you're kind of like making a concentrated skittle flavor yeah oh. yeah skittle flavored vodka google it if you google it there's there's definitely recipes and i've always wanted to do it but i've never actually taken the effort and time that sounds delicious. I might have to try that. <laughs> yeah. I actually right. still have want- uh, Lauren Kelly sent us some stuff to try, and I didn't get to the Mike and Ike's. That might be an interesting uh, flavor. I don't know if I've... Is Mike and Ike the licorice-flavored ones? No, they're, like, fruit-flavored, kind of... Oh. They're, like, tougher gummies. <laughs> uh, but she also sent <laughs> some spicy ones, so that might be interesting. You want the 90 second version? I don't. I, I think it would actually be kind of funny if I could, but but I'm gonna. <laughs> that get would to be a funny. Point. I can do a little timer. 90 seconds. Yeah, you do whatever you whatever you want. Spill it. Well, I because what I wrote down was um several of the the topic sombrero topics. Oh yes. <laughs> so, my notes on that. First of all, rap sucks. I will have to agree that the current stuff seems to suck. But I don't really listen that much, so I don't have very much of an opinion on it. However, Trice gave that um, clarification about it being mumble rap in particular. And just the idea of mumble rap sounds annoying. So that really kind of doubles down on the rap sucks for me thing. I do prefer old 90s kind of stuff, maybe mid-2000s, but mostly 90s from when back when I was hanging out in the club. Um <laughs> Current stuff kind of blows. Uh, as far as um, thrift store being white privilege, I, I think I get the point if if you're going as a choice as, a, as opposed to out of necessity. But I also grew up shopping in a thrift store, so it wasn't a privilege for me. It was um, just that's just where we bought stuff because we couldn't afford anything else. So I guess it definitely is a perspective thing. Um, depending on where you're coming from or why you're choosing to why you're shopping there maybe not choosing isn't the right word stealing from roommates I don't think I've ever done that I have kind of a sad scary story from my own perspective I think I talked in the past about um, a college roommate I had that um, ultimately was killed Um, but when we were when we lived together he started developing a significant drug habit and the way, one of the ways that I found out, and and the reason, um, well, I found out because he had broken off a, a tube off of something that, like a glass tube off of a dropper bottle of one of my um, makeup applicators. And I know that sounds weird, but he did, and I and I believe he was using it to snort cocaine. And the fact that he had broken that off, and then I found like. Um, um, burnt spoons and things like that under our bathroom sink like mm. freaked me out and I moved out like within a week and then he was dead within a month after that Holy so crap. he he was definitely heading down a significantly bad path and it, it he didn't die of a drug overdose he actually was murdered but he was murdered in a drug altercation so Christ. um so 
Uh, yeah, way to bring it down. I'm sorry. But I guess my point being is, no, I, I didn't steal from roommates, but I kind of, when that happened, I was like, he's taking things of mine and incorporating them into this life that is heading him in the wrong direction. I need to get the hell out of here. I feel unsafe is where that went for me. But as far as Girl Scout cookies, which was part of that conversation, Lisa, you were right. I would have kicked Rafi's ass. Yes, had he thank made that. you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, it's not because I was a troop leader. It's because of what the program has done for my little girl who has severe social anxiety. This has been the thing that has turned her life around in such a huge way. And there, you know, there's other things I've gotten her help and, you know, tried to learn to work within her um, limitations with her social anxiety. But if anybody had seen the transformation in her that I had seen with selling Girl Scout cookies, you would be a believer too. And so I am forever indebted to this program for what it has done for her just in that regard. And we just wrapped up Girl Scout cookie season for her this year. And, um, this year, instead of having a three-week Girl Scout cookie selling season where you have the cookies in hand, uh, my daughter only had one week because of strange issues with the cookie mom on our side, delaying it a week and then cutting it short a week. So my girl only had uh, one week to do the sales, but she almost sold as much as she did last year having the full selling season. And she did it all on her own wow. without me even being able to take her door to door like I usually do or take her um, on what they call walkabouts like I usually do. And she only got to do booth sales one weekend instead of three weekends like the other girls got to do. So she did an amazing, an amazing job. And I could not be more proud of her. And like I said, I will catch Rafi's ass anytime. If <laughs> Good he for her. And anything that, that involves uh, Rafi being wrong or getting his ass kicked, I'm behind. <laughs> You're all for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, on pet names, as far as uh, human pet names, um, I just have, like, as far as the two pets we currently have, our one dog, Kismet, got his name because it was fate how we found him. And we came up with the name Kismet based on, on how we were introduced to him. So that's not really a human name. But um, the way that our other dog, Piper, got her name is um, a truly terrible story but it is a human name and I feel a little bit bad every time I post about my dog Piper online because I have a friend named Piper too and it has nothing to do with her name at all it just was a cute name that happened to be in the vicinity of this dog when we adopted her but on the opposite end of the spectrum my husband names his kids names that don't exist in the human world <laughs> <laughs> And for that, they are forever going to be cursed as they will never in their lifetimes find any uh, souvenirs in any souvenir shops with their names on them. So I feel bad for them for that. So um, just for the record, my one daughter's name is Nevangeline, which is Evangeline with an N in the front of it. Totally made up name. And the other name is Sidera, which is Cedar, C-E-D-A-R-A, Sidera, totally made up name. You'll never find those in a souvenir shop. And so when I first started dating my husband, I would always um, hand make things with the kids' names on them because I knew that they'd never Aww. find anything. <laughs> and and the sad thing is, is like whenever we go somewhere, they still look. They still look for a keychain with their name on Maybe And I'm like, here. give up on this. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. <laughs> 
So yeah, let's see. Would I be more productive without social media? I mean, um, yes, but I also would be if I didn't want to sleep 12 hours a day right now. Uh, so that would probably help. I'm actually not on social media much right now because I'm not awake all that often. It is a waste of time, but as all of the rest of us old folk that still use Facebook, um, that's where I spend most of my time, and I actually do enjoy Facebook when I'm on it. I don't do Twitter, um, except to occasionally read things that Allison or some of our favorites post on there. I don't do Instagram at all. I know. I tried um, to tag you. I'm like, where the fuck's Becky at? <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> I, re I respect that though by the way yeah yeah I don't know, one more thing I mean I don't even I did like I was into Twitter for like half a minute um a few years ago right when Allison went solo and um boy that really was sucking so much of my time that I just was like I have to let this go that uh, you'll lose entire days looking for that stuff and I even miss out on more than half of the Patreon posts because I I don't check in on that so social media does take up a significant amount of time here's where oh boy here's where uh we're gonna get real <laughs> <laughs> i like this part <laughs> you you know where i'm going <laughs> i think i do it's about my live laugh love thing <laughs> god damn it <laughs> <laughs> i feel very underrepresented at that table <laughs> you know there were some really quiet people at the table that maybe have piped up if other people would be there to say that they were into it but yeah we kind of ripped god damn it what are they called uh, inspirational, inspirational quotes yeah we ripped inspirational quotes in new asshole <laughs> but tell us about your experience well my wedding theme my oh, entire Jesus theme Christ. from <laughs> from from the invitation all the way through the decorations was live, laugh, love. No! <laughs> Which is why I, I posted that picture on the page. And if you go through my wedding album on, on Facebook, you will find I have um, imprinted dinner napkins with oh live, laugh, love on it. <laughs> And I had one of the sweetest things my dad made was one of those Pinterest projects where he um, punched holes in the sides of tin cans so that when you um, had a candle inside of it, uh, it kind of shone through the holes in the can. Aww. And some of them said live, laugh, love or one of the words because they were all on different tables. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what I have to say to all you guys about all of that. <laughs> Let me ask you, are you living? I am living. Are you loving? <laughs> yes. And are you loving? I am right now. No. I am dying inside, but also By I'm, the way, when you I'm here, living a little bit when, more right now. When you were, oh, when you were here this summer, you sat you sat in the dining room with that sign. <laughs> I'm probably just so numb to it now. Um, that's hilarious. I feel like I would have tasted my own shoe if you were in the room with this happened. <laughs> I was like, I was laughing in my car. I'm like, oh my God, you guys. You're so negative all the time. But I will Let's play say Rafi again because he's not things. here to talk and like speak for himself. 
Who, Rafi? Yeah. <laughs> Even though I said live, laugh, love, go fuck yourself or fuck off or something. And, and I believe you had the jack-off symbol <laughs> on your hand. You may be right. You may. So if I was at your wedding, I would not be doing the jack-off motion. No, you would have been rolling your eyes and like <laughs> totally vomiting into your napkin on how cheesy my wedding invitation was and then having it oh spilled God. out all in front of you all across my my <laughs> every decoration had something associated with that. I'm not going to lie. The jack up motion would have come out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's laughing, right? <laughs> and I do love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it made me that's laugh. So great. But the the thing that made me laugh harder was that I couldn't I wasn't even there to defend myself about this because I was trapped in a hospital that probably had a fucking <laughs> inspirational quote on a wall somewhere <laughs> that I was too sick to notice. <laughs> it I feel like the ones in the hospital are literally flipping you off. Like they're all guess what? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. And so bad. <laughs> so um so i'm i i sent you a picture but um but this is a a real question that i have for the rest of the i guess humanity (laughs) but i i I had one or two i don't know two or three cute not inspirational quotes but cute wood little blocks that had funny things on it like one said um always be yourself or unless you can be a unicorn then always be a unicorn just stupid shit like that right and but my kids see it and so they think I love this stuff so now every Christmas and every birthday and every Mother's Day I get more of these little wood blocks with now inspirational quotes on them and I sent you leave a picture of them because now I have a collection of them going because they're from your kids and what what can you you can't do anything with them no at that point way I've got artwork, I've got little handmade whatevers, all of the pottery crap that they come home with. I Yeah, I you got to keep it. You have to keep it. There's no statute of limitations that says after 90 days you may dispose of this. I had to finally, there was two things I had to just put an abrupt stop to because I was getting so annoyed. But they kept buying me stuffed animals. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a 45-year-old woman and I, I can only so many of those in a cabinet <laughs> before I'm and I, so I said to the the one kid that's always buying them for me I'm like look honey I appreciate you love stuffed animals but I really have no use for these <laughs> and I love that you love getting them for me but um stop yes <laughs> you, you need to stop and so now that then she moved on to inspirational quote blocks <laughs> So for my birthday, I just got one. That's, oh, dang um, it. <laughs> my kids have paws. is the one that I just received. Um, like I said, I, you can't get rid of them. You're like trapped. The other thing that I had to put a stop to, and I don't want to say this too loud because my husband can hear me, but it was giant balloons. They would give me a giant balloon for oh. every occasion. And then those giant freaking Mylar balloons are floating around for six months. Oh, my God. And you can't them because you're going to hurt the kids' feelings. <laughs> <laughs> The things we do for our kids is really, I mean, above and beyond, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like at some point, I'm hoping like maybe every six months I can get rid of one and they just won't notice it. 
Oh, no. My son remembers, like, what they were eating and watching on TV, like, when he gave me a certain thing. They're, it's cataloged. I, oh but you know what my mom did? Because we gave her all those pottery pieces of crap. Not as much as my kids have, because I, I have a huge collection. But when I was an adult, my mom said, oh, do you want this stuff? I'm like, why the fuck would I want this stuff? <laughs> if you don't want it, then why would I want it? You know. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh, that gave me such a laugh. And so I, I can post a picture of all the the quote blocks that I were collecting. The graveyard on my, of inspirational quotes. On. <laughs> my neighbor gave me one of those. I don't know if it was as a joke or what, but I did put it. It was on our bar for a while. It's probably hidden now, but it was something about wine and something hokey. But uh I, I always think, oh. should I put it out when he comes over? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one that I bought that I did think was funny says that um, marriage gives you the right to annoy one person for the rest of your life. And my husband and I have kind of a very jokey, sarcastic relationship with each other. So I actually did purchase that one because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't put that in the inspirational category. It's just accurate for our family. True. But Man, they just start multiplying like bunnies once you have them. They just, they just don't stop. Apparently. Yeah, definitely post the picture. Uh, maybe I'll use that picture <laughs> as the picture on SoundCloud. <laughs> oh my God. I might have to throw a couple more into the picture and yeah, send you another picture. <laughs> represent your whole collection. I don't want to see a little snippet. I want, I want to see the full thing oh, the full enchilada and speaking of enchiladas just so that we don't we can wrap this round this out the snack chat oh i thought you were gonna say <laughs> i thought you're gonna talk about vaginas i'm like okay let's no. talk about vaginas <laughs> no, wrong enchilada <laughs> wrong taco <laughs> um i'm so glad i missed out on it on on this um, the one thing I wanted to say was that I I would have been truly all in on trying the cheese crackers and the haystacks, which I really was sad that I missed out on, and um, the drunken gummies. But almost everything else was going to be a hard pass. <laughs> yeah, I think um, you'd be and, right there. And you nailed it when you said that I would not have eaten the fruit cake because I don't like fruit in my dessert. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so... We're 100% right on that. Um, the meat sticks, I honestly, I remember having them as a kid when they were called Vienna sausages. Um, but uh, I, I'm not sure I could have stomached, especially not that weekend, trying them um, this time around. But Rafi said that he ate just the tip of one and nobody seemed to die laughing when he said that like I did. And I wanted to um, give him a shout out for that reference because I thought that was hysterical <laughs> and I thought it was underrepresented. <laughs> uh, little Rafi, you hear that? Becky is shouting not your little tip. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've got it twice. <laughs> little tip. Two <laughs> <laughs> you yeah you missed out on the fact that he might move to california which i don't know if that's going to change your life at all but it might change mine oh my gosh that because he's enjoying it so much there or what <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's say that it's so hot here uh yes or this past weekend and until today it's been in the 80s and i thought oh god don't tell little rafi about the weather right now because when he was here it was nice and cool and kind of like about to rain so 
Let's let him believe it doesn't get disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. It always seems, I guess I'm always there in, in March time frame, so it always seems a little cooler than I expected. Yeah. But, um, and it's been yeah. extra cool lately. And well, it's going to rain again. So luckily we got that. But you it, guys are going to have a nice summer not having that, uh, the drought watch all the time, aren't you? Oh my gosh. We can actually put our people aren't going to be watching to see what days you put the sprinklers on because you can put it on anytime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had certain days you could do it and certain time and whatever. Yeah. It'll be nice. Who who was the creator of the menu? Because that was amazing. Oh my gosh. Dr. Jen. Can you believe this? It was so good. Yeah. It was so, so good. And I, did you send everyone home with one of those? Oh, yeah. You'll be getting I one. I might of need them. a, oh, thank you. <laughs> They're so cute. I was, I was blown away when I saw the picture of it. Uh, she mentioned she was going to make something and I didn't think it was going to be this professional. I mean, even the cardstock she used is, I mean, really, really good job. So good. Uh, well, that was all of the notes that I had, but I just wanted to definitely thank you all for understanding. <laughs> and um, I really did wish I could be there. And I am so bummed. And I hope, well, my husband said, you're probably never traveling again after this, are you? And no. I said, probably not. No. <laughs> but, but maybe if I ever get, if I ever get up to wanting to try a trip again, I'll come back down and make up for this. I just was, it was well he you know why he said that is um when i came back from sketchfest that i landed my when my flight landed i ended up with a horrible uh, bladder infection oh god so so now it's two trips that have had pretty awful <laughs> medical outcomes um i mean the bladder infection was fine i didn't end up in the hospital over that but it was you know not great um, no. This one, though, this trip, man, this one takes the cake. This one's going to cost oh, yeah. me thousands. Ooh, so a banner, it's... bad trip for you. Yeah, yeah, oh. you're never going to. I'm yeah. not going to live this one down <laughs> ever. <laughs> so next year when I start talking about, hey, we're going to have the 200th episode, which I think is going to be in February. I was trying to do the math this time. And uh, you might be like, yeah, probably not going to do that. <laughs> you know, check back with me then. We'll see. You're uh, a fucking we'll trooper. I got to tell you. <laughs> Let's we'll see if this this round of medical bills is paid off because you know I have to tell you I've, I've already started well I've already gotten what I thought were all of the bills for the January ER trip and I was already at thirteen hundred dollars and then more bills started rolling in that weren't even included everything is separated like the doctor bills you separately and the imaging department bills you separately. So the $1,300 bill that I got was just for being in the emergency room. Oh. And so, and that was just for January's ER trip, which didn't include an overnight stay in the hospital. Oh so goodness. this bill is going to be out of control. Well, so, I mean, can you just not pay it? You just won't be able to come <laughs> back here <laughs> ever. <laughs> the, the good news is, is that there is an annual out-of-pocket maximum. And I now probably have officially reached it. <laughs> so my my annual out of pocket maximum will be is four thousand dollars, and I was already at fifteen hundred with the first ER trip. So so it won't be more than that. But um, now I'm like, give me all the tests because there's there's yeah, nothing okay. else I gotta pay for this year. <laughs> I'm living out of the, out of pocket, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh well i'm glad that i was able i'm glad we were able to talk and we could catch up and you can say your piece about all of this because uh i felt like it was so open-ended and so much bad 
you know, so much bad that happened. Yeah. Thanks for checking in on me so much. And I'm sorry I couldn't be more uh, communicative with you at the time. But I it, literally, I was just turning my phone on every eight hours to, to let everybody know what was going on. And then I would shut it right back down again. So um, oh, yeah. you didn't you don't owe us anything. I was just like, OK, I just, please pray she's alive for starters <laughs> <laughs> and that she's getting a hold of her husband because holy shit. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and, you know, he he I realized the next day that my mother-in-law lives in Pasadena. So oh, if right. I if I needed anybody to, you know, come and and help out, I could reach out to her. So there was that option, except that she wasn't checking her phone, oh, except for every 24 hours. <laughs> so you're like, anybody, but, really, people? <laughs> hello, is anyone out there? <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was a very lonely experience. That's for God. sure. Oh, that but, breaks my heart. Uh, but thank you guys so much, and um, and thanks for all the love. You know, I started playing the episode in in my room while I was getting ready for to go out the other night. I was going out with Jen, like I said, with Jen Stark, and the kids heard the beginning part of the episode and heard all of you guys saying, "Hey, Becky, wish you could be here, whatever." And they were looking at me like, "They're all saying your name. Why are Aww. they all saying your name?" <laughs> It was really cute. Aww. And they're like laughing at just the tip. They're like, why weren't they laughing? I'm just kidding. <laughs> we did, I didn't let it go that far in with the yeah, kids. Probably like, smart. I know where this is going to go. So I'm going to stop it right here. And yeah, you then know where it's going to go. <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad I got to talk with you. Thanks for making time and... I wish I could come. I, you know, we usually come go up to Washington in July, and I, I don't think that's going to happen this year. So I'm really bummed that I'm not going to get to see you guys, but hopefully yeah, soon. Happens. I don't know. If little Rafi moves here, I feel like we're going to do our big trip. Like, go see everybody. Oh, my gosh. Like a, like a BFF road trip? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. Like, all the way to... We got to see Leanne. We got to see Jay. We, we've got to... the. You know, and I always lump Even in. Even if he doesn't move, it <laughs> <laughs> I know we still need to do it. What I was thinking is, I just start and I just go across, and I I gotta see this Denver place that he always loves to talk about. Blah blah blah, and you know, <laughs> I'll have a layover there or whatever, and like visit him. But if he moves here, I feel like that might put the pressure on to you know really really go. Like he might, I don't know. He was planning on living in LA possibly, but Joanna has a back house that she's renting out. So he might live in orange. We might be doing this live every single week. This is crazy. I know he's anti, first of all, he's anti everything, but anti California, especially. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, well, I didn't know that that was um, a possibility he was looking into and that's, exciting and interesting in was he is he on his way now or am i i may be behind a week is he already in australia he left from my house actually he went to superfan megan's house and then he went to australia and i think he just got home today oh home from australia oh my god see i'm a week behind last week is such a blur to me (laughs) that's what happens when you don't have food for like i oh so yeah so i had toast at your house saturday and then i had the hospital meal sunday night between friday and friday night when everything started and oh when was my 
procedure Thursday morning, the toast and that hospital meal was all the solid food I had between Friday night and the following Thursday morning. (laughs) So I don't know what made me think of that. But yeah, it's crazy. So that last week is just a blur to me. So that's why I didn't even realize. Did he have a good time on his trip? I haven't even heard yet. We'll have to find out next week. Or this week or whatever, because I'm kind of like blowing, uh, blowing, no, uh, <laughs> doing episodes very close to each other because Mike was home over the weekend and I thought, yeah, this isn't happening. So, uh, well, that's good that you had some hubby time though. You probably hate that I said the word hubby, don't you? Nah, whatever. Let's put it on a block and send it to me. <laughs> Inspirational hubby quotes. <laughs> Make sure it says wifey though. Wifey? Oh. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. Well, it was nice talking with you. And hopefully we will talk soon. Keep me updated. Well, I will. I'll, um, as, I, as soon as the, um, the tests come back clear from the thing that I'm scared of, then I, everybody will know <laughs> that okay, everything's good. all clear. <laughs> good. That's important. Um, and beyond that, it's, um, it may just right now, like it may just be as much as a B12 shot is all I need at the moment. So we'll see. But, but um, yeah. I will definitely announce it to the world when I get the all clear from the scary one. Okay, good. We will all be waiting to hear about it because, yes, because we love you. Thank you. I feel the love. I appreciate it so much. Okay, good. Well, you take care and I will talk to you soon. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Stay.